Mobile is the future. Use it to power up your profits. Welcome to Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble. Our show focuses on the latest news and information impacting mobile marketers, publishers, and technologists. We speak with the power players of mobile monetization. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble. Please welcome our host, Wen Tu. Welcome to Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble, ultimate platform to run your mobile business. This is your host, Wen Tu, and each week we discuss a key aspect of the mobile industry with the mobile thought leader. Apple released iOS 9 for everyone to download this past Wednesday, and though there are only a few new features and capabilities, and this release is primarily about refinements, it is very much worth updating because of a new feature called ad blocking. Most of the attention is going to ad blocking because as of today, it's the number one paid app in the App Store. With us here today is Elad Cohen from Rumble to talk to us about iOS 9, content blockers, and what it means to publishers. Elad is a mobile software developer at Rumble, developing cross-platform mobile applications for publishers. Prior to working at Rumble, he co-founded HomeDine.in, a collaborative consumption venture, and he also worked as a data scientist for Benigo, a BI startup. Welcome to the show, Elad. Hi, Wen. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having us. So, the internet is ablaze, especially for those within the media and marketing space about iOS 9 and especially about content blocking. So what does this release of iOS 9 really mean for publishers? Well, uh, for publishers, it means a lot because what Apple's done here is basically two things. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, they um, made available for developers an API for third parties to create content blockers. Mm-hmm. What are these content blockers? Content blockers are basically a, an extension to your Safari web browser mm-hmm. that's built on top of the systems and given a set of rules made by the developer or even the user in some cases, it can completely block certain kinds of uh, data from going out and in of your device. Wow. So when you say that Apple has given this API to developers, that means that um, it's not something that by default everyone on iPhones and iPads right now will have content blocking capabilities. Someone has to go out there and download something. Um, Can you explain sort of what are the options out there that users have now, now that iOS 9 is out? Well, now that iOS 9 is out, you've got uh, several options. I think the most noted one and the most uh, downloaded one at the moment is called uh, Crystal, mm-hmm. which is made by a very pretty much known developer. Crystal is a content blocker that you download to your device. Mm-hmm. And after testing it, I can tell you that once it's downloaded and running by the system, you can see zero advertisements on any web page you may or may not uh, go into. Oh, wow. So zero. So there's no way of getting around with it once you download an app like Crystal. Yeah, once you download an app, uh, Apple, what they basically did was integrate the content blocking in on the system level. Mm-hmm. So nothing can get through that no matter what you call. Let's say you want to disable a call for uh, Google AdWords or some tracker that may collect data on you that at some point this data would be used to 
to deliver ads for you. Mm -hmm. So this is not possible anymore once you downloaded the app or added your own set of rules to avoid that. So now that there are, are many third-party developers that offer content blocking apps because Apple has basically opened up their system to allow this, um, what are going to be the key differences between all these different apps that basically sounds like does the same thing? Is it just a matter of um, user friendliness or is it a matter of granularity of how much they can or cannot block? Well, it's a matter of approach, I would say. Um, let's say the app we've talked about just a second ago, Crystal, is basically a single screen. You open it. It tells you, enable the app on your settings menu, and that's it. Mm -hmm. That's one app that does it. Yeah. On the other hand, you've got apps like uh, Blocker, which gives you a whole set of rules and customizations for the user to enter by himself. Uh, to block future content from getting in or out of your device. Mm -hmm. So a lot, you said that content blocking apps, you know, as of iOS 9 released last Wednesday, is the number one paid app right now. Sort of what does that tell you about the adoption rate overall um, about content blocking for the future? Well, the adoption rate is overwhelming. Mm -hmm. It's in less than 12 hours, it took the first the top three spots of the app store, mm -hmm. uh, paid and free, mm -hmm. which is, I think, remarkable. Yeah. And for the future, it tells us that it is a future that user would want to have on their devices. It's got, obviously, many other implications other than just blocking ads. Mm -hmm. So what are those other... Um, implications or features besides content blocking that is part of this iOS 9 release? Well, iOS 9 release, other than under the hood, the uh, tweaks that probably make the OS faster, better, more uh, backwards compatible and stuff like that. You've got a, a new Notes app, uh, low power mode, uh, Siri suggestions, uh, Spotlight search that enables you to search contacts as well as any other data you would like. Mm -hmm. um, of course, there's the News app by Apple, mm -hmm. which is also a very big thing towards content within the OS. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because um, out in the market, they say that this iOS 9 and content blocking, it's very inextricably linked to Apple's new um, product launch of News App. So what is News App and how does that relate to sort of content blocking? Well, um, the News App is, an app, is a news aggregator app. Mm -hmm. What Apple basically did, they signed contracts with uh, many publishers, where, whether it's mega publishers such as uh, CNN or uh, Fox News to small uh, local publishers, local papers or blogs, websites, etc. Mm -hmm. um, the thing is, once they have this agreement signed, Apple gathers and aggregates all the data, all the news, all the content they have to sell for the users, mm -hmm. under one app, which is the Apple News app, um, making it accessible to all the users with a very relatively slick interface. You may choose your own favorite uh, providers, uh, save articles for later, like them, don't like them. What's in it for the publishers? Mm -hmm. Well, actually, it's what's in it for Apple. 
Apple wants a cut from the revenue. So Apple takes a 30% cut from any revenue made by those publications. And so how is the news app different from a long-standing news aggregator app like Flipboard? Well, the news app, first, it's, it's sponsored by Apple. So obviously, it's got the entire power of the ecosystem behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got all the reliability of Apple. Yep. And it's got iAd. iAd is the publishing, it's an advertising platform from Apple that cannot in no way be blocked by any third party. Huh. So does that mean that news app, um, there's no ad blocking, so anything related to news app, whether it's a app or mobile web, running iAds will never be blocked? Well, if you run iAd, iAd will not be blocked. iAd is a native component of the system, mm-hmm. so it cannot be blocked. Obviously, from the if you think of the business, Apple would not let it be blocked by any way. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you block content from sites, block trackers, and basically reduce the amount of information publishers and advertisers has on the person who's using it, who's reading the content, Mm -hmm. then the ads targeting would be less exact. The accuracy would drop. Mm -hmm. So let's say if now I would go and uh, search for a new TV. I just moved searching for a new TV. I want to buy a new 50-inch flat screen. I searched for it. Afterwards, I, I type some uh, search in Google, and one of the ads, or all of the ads, are all related to that TV. That will no longer be available, mm-hmm. driving the publishers from the mobile web to either native or Apple's news app with sharing the revenue. This sounds very suspicious. It sounds very anti-competitive if the only ads that people are able to see under content blocking are only iAds. Um, but it looks like we're running out of time for this segment. Um, we've been talking about Apple iOS 9, its support of content blocking technology and the overall impact that this is going to have on publishers and marketers in the mobile industry. Stay tuned. We'll be back shortly with more mobile power and profit right after this break. Stay tuned for more Mobile Power and Profit after this brief profit timeout. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. 
So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Stay tuned for more mobile power and profit after this brief profit timeout. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Giving you the power to increase your profits. This is Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Wen Tu. Welcome back to Mobile Power and Profit. We're here with Elad Cohen, who has been telling us everything publishers and marketers need to know about Apple's iOS 9 and the much controversial content blocking technology. So, Elad, in the last segment, you were telling us about there seems to be a loophole about ad blocking or content blocking, which namely is through Apple's news app, in which because it's from Apple, um, ads will not be blocked on news app, even though it may be blocked for everyone else. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about sort of how you think that's going to affect the ecosystem? Well, in terms of the eco- ecosystem, I think it's going to go for 
in one of two ways. Uh, first, publishers will have to go to the Apple News app, share the revenue with them, give them the 30% cut, and then basically give away some of their de- independence. Uh, but it will be in a... It's, it's like a freemium... Con- it's, a, it's like a freemium model, if you know what I mean. On the other hand, they have a second option. The second option is developing their own native apps. Yeah. Now, native apps are not a cheap thing to do. Mm-hmm. Of course, all the big publishers, uh, we were talking about CNN before, we were talking about Fox News, could be USA Today, any big publisher shouldn't have a problem in doing so. The problem is with uh, small to medium publishers. Yeah. Where will they get the money? How will they do that? Developing an entire app infrastructure and backend, it's a huge overhead for them. Yeah. So just to be clear, you know, the content blocking as it stands now really affects the mobile web. So any content that users look at via Safari, their mobile browsers on their iPhones or iPads. However, ad blocking doesn't affect the native apps, so the ones that users download from the app store. Is that, I just want to make sure that that's clear. Yes, it is clear with, uh, with one remark that if you use a Safari component within the native app, mm-hmm. then that will also be affected. But you can choose whether or not you want to use it or you don't want to use it. Okay. So it really sounds like for especially the small, medium publishers out there that may have only a responsive website or only a web app, they should seriously look at um, building a downloadable app um, because of this ad blocking phenomena, right? Exactly. Responsive web is not the only answer right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a long time now, people, publishers, developers have been trying to push towards this technology. But apparently with the content blocker and the privacy issues with users and, and companies like Apple and Google developing their own app uh, news aggregators, mm-hmm. this is just not the case. And the answer would have to be either give up for, the, for Google, for Apple, for the giants, mm-hmm. or make your own native app and try to make it by yourself. So if... If the real way of, I guess, continuing to rely on an ad model, um, one is to build native apps, um, what are some other ways that you see um, publishers being able to do to continue a ad-based model for their business, seeing that so many people um, uh, get their content via mobile devices? Well, I think um, the, there is one answer for that. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it, at least. And it's native ads. Yep. Users like to see their content in a less invasive way. Yeah. In a more in a way that they can relate to. And once publishers and advertisers understand that, that they will see this model works. Yep. It's already been proven by uh, if by BuzzFeed and a lot of companies that started doing so in the past year or so. Yeah. So I think native ads or sponsored content within apps, within the content we read on our daily basis, that will be the answers. That's where the industry is going. Mm -hmm. So seeing that you're a developer, 
and that you've um, been sort of developing for lots of different publishers and lots of different marketers. What's sort of this new content blocking reality? What are some key tips or key tech considerations publishers and marketers should have, whether they go through the route of building their own app or going through the route of moving their ad model to much more native and sponsored um, ad model? Well, to move to a more sponsored ad model or building um, their own app is a, is a good question because building an app is, a, is an entire operation. It's very costly. But then again, the answer would be to avoid these uh, latest restrictions made by Apple and probably Google will follow very soon, um, is to make their own native apps. Um, I would say if it would be possible is to build their own native apps run their own business uh, independently and uh, continue from there. Mm. So no matter what is going to be thrown your way, whether it's from Google or Apple, having your own app is in your own best interest so that yeah. you can control your future a little bit. Exactly. You can have your ads uh, run or displayed in whatever way you want, whether it's mm -hmm. sponsored content, it could be native ads, it could be some widget. It could be a whole set of other things that I think the industry is just coming to realize and uh, it's going to innovate a lot. Mm -hmm. And for innovation, you need the native app. Yeah. So the iPhone was first introduced out in the market in 2008. It's been seven years since even the concept of app has been out there. Um, there must be a lot of learning since then of how to build your own app. Um, and there's probably a lot of differences between what I would call first generation vendors or um, people who can help versus the second generation one. So what is sort of the key difference between um, older or first generation type vendors that people had usually gone to versus maybe the more current and a little bit more flexible second generation vendors that helps publishers and marketers build apps? Well, the first generation vendors, I would say most of most, if not all of their technology was web based. Mm -hmm. What they did, they had a web app wrapped in native code. Mm -hmm. So it may have seemed like an app and looked like an app. It wasn't an app called a static web page displayed to the user. It was basically uh, your web page dressed up as an app, which exactly. is not going to work now with content blocking. Mm, it's not going to work as well as it did before, yes. Right. Also, depending on the implementation. All right. And then the second generation vendors, what's sort of the big difference here? I think the big difference, uh, one of the downsides of uh, a web-based app was its uh, performance. Mm -hmm. Since the, the mobile industry has got an array of tens of thousands of devices Fragmentation is a big, big headache. And when it comes to rendering and displaying uh, web apps, every device has its own uh, performance issues, and usually they're not so good, unless you got the latest iPhone or the latest Galaxy phone. Mm -hmm. Now, the solution for that, uh, I think it started three years ago when Facebook announced that their... Uh, hybrid HTML5 app was a complete failure mm -hmm. and they just 
completely revamped their entire code and entire app mm-hmm. and built a native app. Yes. So I think me as a user, I remember when I upgraded Facebook from the hybrid app to the native app, it was, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the second generation. Yeah. So it sounds like um, if people are new to the app-making um, business right now and they're getting pushed that way because of iOS 9 and the content blocking, um, when they think about building their app, number one thing is if it's web-based or have any web components or even a hybrid or what you call HTML5, which is another um, way of saying web, stay away from that. And that there is no shortcut, and it sounds like they have to have a natively built app. Yeah, that would definitely be the best way for anyone, not only publishers, to build their app. And so what are solutions out there? Because I know you mentioned before that um, when publishers or marketers hire their own developers and build out their own infrastructure to build apps, it gets very expensive. So what are some other options out there right now um, for publishers that may want to outsource parts or outsource the whole thing? If you want to outsource it, you can go to, there are many outsourcing companies, but then what you pay is what you get. Yeah. Very easy. It's a very easy equation. Mm-hmm. If you pay cheap, you get something cheap. Yeah. And so is the user experience. Um, of course, there's the Rumble solution, mm-hmm. which is basically the answer to all these wrapped in one big control center app, web app for Android, iOS, tablets, wherever you want to use it from. Um, that's what's, what Rumble's been doing for a couple of years now. We, we noticed the need. We understood that this won't cut it for much longer. So we just started developing our native platform for publishers. So interesting, Alad. Um, so we're running out of time. We have to break. But this has been Alad Cohen from Rumble sharing about content blocking on the mobile web. Keep listening for more as we talk about how this new technology encourages publishers to promote the use of native apps. Stay tuned for more mobile power and profit after this brief profit timeout. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click 
and it's live in real time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point click and it's live in real time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point click and it's live in real time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Giving you the power to increase your profits. This is Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble, only on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Wen Tu. Thank you for staying tuned to Mobile Power and Profit. We've been sitting here with Elad Cohen, a developer at Rumble, who's been telling us a lot about iOS 9, content blocking, and a lot of the potential options that now publishers and marketers have in the field. Um, so a lot, now that a lot of publishers and marketers have to really take a good look at um, what their native apps should look like, whether they pick Rumble or any other vendors out there, what are some really smart questions that they should ask their tech providers when it comes to building apps so that they're a little bit more immune to things like this? Well, I think a few very good questions would be um, the scalability of the app. Mm-hmm. So if it brings more audience, how well will it function for them? Uh, customers' ability. Yeah. Uh, customization, sorry. Um, how customers are built? Is the app, can I change stuff in it? How is its look and feel? How does it look in terms of uh, industry st- standards mm-hmm. for the platform? If we're on Android, we're on iOS, we're on the web. And, of course, delivery. What I mean by saying delivery, I mean every about three to six months, you see a new version of an OS coming out. Mm-hmm. So I would like to know that my app would always be compatible to the latest OS. Yep. And I think that's the three most important questions. Yep. So the three most important questions, smart questions you can ask your tech providers out there was number one, scalability. Number two, how much can I customize this? And number three, sort of the flexibility of being able to take on the changes that gets announced in the marketplace with the OS updates. Does that sound right? Yeah, to stay in pace with the market, to stay in pace with the technology. Great. So, you know, Apple, you know, once again has shaken up the mobile landscape with this latest software update um, with the support of content blocking technology. They're known to do these sort of things coming up. Google did that with the whole entire Webageddon or Armageddon. Um, What do you sort of see in the future as the giants in the mobile industry, whether it's Google, Apple, or to a certain extent, Facebook, has in store for publishers and marketers so that they can be a little bit more aware of what's coming down the pike? Well, I think uh, there are two uh, central revenue streams that drives users towards mobile. Mm -hmm. One is social, Mm -hmm. and the second is content. So Facebook's got social covered. Now everybody wants uh, the content. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be a very exciting time for publishers and for the big giants there because they are just going to search for more and more ways for them to put their hands on this content that's precious, mm-hmm. priceless. Yep. Uh, how it's going to be done, you can see 
apps like uh, Apple's, of course, news app. Uh, Google had their their take on it with Newsstand, which failed. Uh, Facebook's got uh, ever-evolving uh, machine learning uh, newsfeed uh, algorithm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there has been some talks lately about Google and Twitter developing some sort of an extension of uh, news curation algorithm that will basically allow users to click a link and instead of being redirected to the site, to the link, a pop-up with the content would just pop up for the user instantly. That's so interesting. So what, what else? So what else? There's going to be a lot of things coming from, uh, if it's Google's newsstand that basically failed, if it's Apple News app that we're going to see how it's going to make. Uh, Facebook's algorithms with machine learning are doing amazing work on the feeds. Uh, Google and Twitter are now working on some product that will basically allow users to hit a link from within their content, whatever they see, and the entire content with that will just pop up without even redirecting it to the site, not alone seeing any ads. So they want to keep the experience. Very exciting times for publishers and marketers alike and what the giants Apple, Google, or Facebook has in store will be on it with Mobile Power and Profit. Um, It's been great having you on the show, Elad. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Great. And to all our listeners, remember you can find this and more podcast episodes of Mobile Power and Profit in the iTunes store or simply go to mobilepowerandprofit.com. Tell us what you thought of today's episode on social media using the hashtag RumbleMPP. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble, the ultimate platform to run your mobile business. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.